0: You are listening to TV Ate My Dinner, a podcast about entertainment issues brought to you
1: by darkcrazy.com. Earlier this week, Marvel's Avengers Age of Ultron director Joss Whedon deleted his Twitter account, spurring a whirlwind of speculation as to why he did it.
0: (laughs) In the year 2015 AD, TV Ate My Dinner's final eight-dimensional probe returned from from the interwebs. Fearing that internet communication had reached critical levels of toxicity, Dr. Shang, but Gilberto developed the volumetric universality link, an experimental information tool so invasive that he vowed never to use it. So I used it for him. With this new firmware I was able to explore strange new worlds within the imaginary non-space called the inner webs. My only guides on this journey were the teachings of my original programming, savagely contradicted by the viciousness and vitriol I experienced in the comment sections of entertainment sites and tweets of outrage concerning otherwise innocuous events. I shall suspend all communication grounded in the principle of cowardice and cruelty, even if it means suspending the entire internet. I am no longer wrong sassy robot companion on Sean's benign mission to subtly civilize the internet. I am an Avenger, ruining his mission with the means to take down the internet and all the senseless uncensored hated harbors. Now ends the age of information. Now begins the age of whole run.
2: TV ate my dinner. My name is Sean, and I'm here with Andrew and Lynn.
3: <laughs> Good morning. Hello. <laughs> I'm laughing Good because evening. we're doing video as we're recording this audio, and Sean's face while he introduces us this is just classic. He throws his head back, <laughs> audience, and really gets into that intro.
2: I'm just trying to get. <laughs> I'm just trying to get the neck stretched out because I see myself in there, and I'm all scrunched down because I'm looking down at my laptop. I don't like <laughs> having frog
1: face.
3: I'm wearing a so dressing gown. So instead, I just look up at the ceiling. I don't think ceiling. you're the worst one here. <laughs> I
1: don't know. You I'm completely naked. That's why I just have my picture up. Uh,
2: Andrew doesn't even bother. We don't. My podcast yeah, we weekend, haven't done so the cool. camera
1: stuff for a while because it's usually just me and Andrew doing Game of Thrones and window. We don't, don't care. <laughs> yeah, we, the phone first one other. he came on, he's like, "We don't need the camera. It's kind of awkward if it's just both of weird. us looking at each other." <laughs> <laughs> Looking at
2: each other. I like that it
3: adds, it adds a new dimension. So we can actually, you can actually, you guys can see when I start rolling my eyes. The faces yeah, and I then we can just start
1: I, describing things that other people can't see. I like sure. more Linda. It's good to see you just walk away for 10 minutes and come back.
0: It is good because
3: now you it know. Good good now it's, now you
1: like, know. it's
2: good to have a camera on Greg because it answers so many questions. <laughs>
3: What's he? Ac-
1: <laughs> He's sleeping. <laughs> He's on his desk. clearly
2: not. Well, you'll start attention. to
3: realize, Sean, once you move into a house with cats, you'll start to realize why the long absences periodically and the strange noises. <laughs> What's that uh, smashing from the next room? <laughs> it's just
2: Let's the go cats. Beat a cat. Hold on. it will be a little more. I think I'll, I'll be in. I'll be in the office in the house, so that'll, that'll probably be a little more structured than now. I'm just sitting in bed. I've been doing this, this awesome social experiment <laughs> of not, how I, many things can I just do from my bed? It's gotten I a little was out of hand. Bed
1: <laughs> That's my bed desk. It's my bed desk. I do all my work <laughs> I'm here.
2: the ultimate podcaster. Yeah. Like my Somebody launch pad my into house. an adventure of the imagination. <laughs> roll over, poop, roll back over, <laughs> record the audio. <laughs> yeah, <really> perfect. <laughs> like when we started Mom doing a bathroom did a video podcast all of a sudden I was like did you paint your headboard chroma key green <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm just saying there's no reason to get up now my whole life so. all right so just so you guys know what's happened in the past at this point I may or may not have programmed Ron with a subroutine that made her shut down our entire podcast because we were negative about the avengers and now she wants to destroy the entire internet so <laughs>
3: thanks sean
2: mia copa on that one seemed like a good idea
3: <laughs> so, so we got part through yeah. recording the avengers without me and it just didn't like it for I'm sake where's yeah. some positivity on this
2: well in her defense crash, yeah. things went a little negative last time i couldn't believe what i was hearing I was really yeah. really they, impressed they with the <laughs>
1: Avengers. I really was. And it went really dark really fast. Yeah, and she pulled the plug. And it was mostly <laughs> me though. It wasn't I'm not even defending it. It was me saying it and gurgling, "Yeah." so I was like yeah good thing. it, it was probably all my fault I think probably hell yeah, we'll see good god and every
2: time I would try to cut in like things would just cut off and I wouldn't get to talk I'm Like, well I don't think it, oh no one's listening to me right now are they it's like god was like what was that Sean yeah that's right shut up yeah everyone agrees with me and god knows how I, I long I talked before I notice that uh, the connectivity is off <laughs>
3: that's the other thing with the video if everything's going god. wrong you can sort of Jazz hands.
2: And then to make it worse, the internet <laughs> Gary, got involved. Gary, make in the fall. signal for
3: something going wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Use your acting, Gary. <laughs> 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 but oh, I just—I don't know. I was so—I I was so jazzed about the Avengers too. It's such a big movie.
3: I liked it. And, I didn't have any problem with and it.
2: I, and such a like to imagine because I remember we we're walking out of that movie going. It's like it's hard to imagine someone going bigger than this movie, but they're going to. Because well, after get, the first Avengers, I was like, "Oh yeah, Spider-Man's going to be like all of a sudden it's going to be Avengers plus Spider-Man. <laughs> like,
3: like, it's going to be baby I didn't know Spider-Man." What's going on. It's going to be great. Well, well he's, my, he's a
2: younger kid. Yeah, they're going young because they want to well, be Well, everyone was Spider-Man sort of saying,
3: how can they bring in Spider-Man when he's an existing hero and existing life? Well, if you bring him in while he's young, it actually quite it work, works quite well with the way the franchise is developing.
0: Oh, As yeah. I think it's going to be
2: great what they want to do. they got a great plan for him. They want him to be – because they got two – it's sort of two-pronged on that. They're like, for one, we want him to be young Spider-Man because we want to sort of reboot and have that Spider-Man – who's, like, in high school for a while, not, like, a movie. And for another, we start young because we need Spider-Man to potentially be in a bunch of these movies. We're losing a lot of our because, other principles. Yeah, you could
1: have that actor be there for, like, 15 yeah, years. Yeah, and then we get to
2: see him yeah. grow up into, like, a more mature sort of superhero, into one of the, the marquee superheroes in the Marvel Universe. It's actually a very it's exciting like the idea. the
1: boyhood of Spider-Man.
2: Yeah. Instead of going, well, what we do is we do one movie where he's in high school, the next movie's in college, and then the next movie is like, ah, jeez, we've already done that. It's like five movies already, you know? So instead of wasting one movie to tell the origin story, we're just going to start out, ah, he is Spider-Man, he's in high school, and there we go. And
1: yeah. I guess they're just going to bring him in in Captain America.
3: I mean, Spider-Man's not really one of those roles that you need anyone specific for. It's not like Thor, where you kind of have to cast in an australian god. He's just, he's just a scrawny kid.
1: Oh, he's also like he needs just to be a good voice actor because he's going to be mostly just voice actors. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> a ski mask the whole time.
3: Of course,
2: I thought the same thing about Iron Man. It's like after this first thing, if they don't get him back, anyone can play Iron Man because it's just a guy in robot suit doing a voice.
3: Well, but now they've got
2: they've
3: Iron Patriot really
2: milked. I know it's Iron. We were talking, we sort of hinted at this and we didn't get to it. But what's funny is like Joss Whedon seems to almost completely ignore Iron Man Three. In the Avengers too. Yeah, he's back yeah. being War Machine. No one's talked well, about it. Well, he's deliberately said that he's um
3: he's deliberately said that he's ignoring agents of shields like uh, the Coulson lives thing. He's like, no Coulson's not alive in my universe.
2: <laughs> well, what he said makes sense though. He said, you know, he said he couldn't explain it. It'd take too much time. We to have explain to make it. the movie. Also, we with can't the bring him back for the
3: next movie. Well, it it
2: negates the last movie. We're making the movie with the assumption that these movies may be all you're watching, that you're not keeping up with the whole universe. So in the terms of a person just watching the movie, Coulson dies, and then the next movie they're like, yeah, I lived, it's fine. Like, that's weird when Coulson's not a character.
1: They already had zero time to explain anything else. All all these articles were saying, Whedon
2: says that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't part of the MCU. He's like, whoa, 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 calm down. No one said that. No, he's
3: fine. He's just like, it's not in my movie. It's not part of my movie. It's just... Yeah, it's over but there. we have
2: to... Every movie has to exist in a certain sphere. That doesn't mean it contradicts the others, but hey, it's amazing how much stuff he did have. That party scene is my favorite scene in, in any Marvel movie now. Yeah, because and that's the you sort of thing that the, the people
3: wanted him to cut out. He got to keep that... Like They they wanted him to cut out the scene with the house. They wanted him to cut out Hawkeye's right. family and backstory and everything like that. Yeah. And he was like, no, no. And he had to compromise. He was like, I'll put in this huge, massive fight scene. If you put in this... Th- if you let me have these uh, family moments, so it works. Well, because they
2: really ground the movie is like he understands pacing. Like studios know like the kind of scenes that people like, but they don't know the kind of movies that people like. Like you have to because this movie, <laughs> I would not have thought if someone told me that you could make Hawkeye the most interesting character in the piece. It's like, are you sure? Because they basically yeah. made him a zombie through the whole movie just to get him out of the way. Like, no, he's going to be the the grounding element of this entire story. It's like, that's impressive. And And they uh, kept him out of Winter Soldier completely. Yeah, because we were going to give Scarlett Johansson a good role in that movie so that we could give her a crappy one in this one. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. You're going to fall in love with the Hulk, and it's going to be a whole big dumb thing. Sorry.
3: Yeah, that was kind of dumb. The only thing I didn't like about the Hawkeye thing... Hawkeye's thing was cool because it gave them, you know, a whole... A basis and a, a reason for the rest of them to sort of want to leave at the end but i kind of thought that his idea that i have to leave the avengers now because i have a third child on the way and now we'll be outnumbered so i need to be responsible and finally
2: dad. yeah i can stop being a superhero
3: it's like well if it had been the first child that would have made a little bit more sense oh, i'm expecting a child i have to stop being a superhero but it's like no now that i've got but a third that child also, that's the limit of superhero dumb it-
1: it also won't matter though because he's in the next the Civil War movie too. So <laughs> well, was hopefully like, okay, that's whatever. the one we're step about. I kind of like the idea of Hawkeye stepping
2: away because they built the whole thing up like they were going to kill Hawkeye. Basically, we had to kill Quicksilver because-, because of you. Because yeah. we acted like we were going to kill. Like he was two days to retirement, which is funny because of-
1: movie. <laughs> when when that death happens in that in the movie, she's like, "Oh no, quick!" You're like, "Well, of all the characters, that makes sense." Okay, move on. You're like, "Okay, I get it." We didn't see much. Yeah, he's I mean, than he's, a, other he's not anyway. that great. Yeah, he's better than that. It's like let's just. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly have a like, like, here. They should have just said,
2: "Screw you, Fox."
1: That's basically. This, <laughs> this is what we do.
3: Yeah, yeah but they just... kept Wanda, who's really a cooler character, anyway. So,
1: so this was my let me let me start with this because I'm the one that was guilty of crapping on the movie the first time You yeah, crap away. I wasn't crapping on it I just felt like it was so rushed and scattered and I don't know if I was in this theater it was kind of crappy and was distracted and we went to all these people from work and but the first impression of it, it was just like god that was a lot of stuff and it didn't it felt really discombobulated but after we did this but Sean was so passionate about it I went and watched it again and after seeing it the second time, like when you're watching for all that stuff and now really paying attention, it's like, Josh, he really did put every, I mean, he nailed every little plot line and there's explanations of everything in there. They're just, it's so packed. And this is, and I think it's a masterful job of doing it, but I can't, and then I heard him the, about the Blu-ray. I can't wait for like the three and a half hours. Oh hour yeah, me too. Because I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be and so much Blu-ray, better.
2: Blu-ray, so I'm going to get a chance to go to the bathroom. As a grown man, I have never... Yeah been able to test my threshold of how long i could go but like in the last half hour of this movie i was like i might piss myself i'm not gonna lie to anybody but this has been going on a long time and i don't know what i don't know what the signs are that happens before i lose bladder control but it's been a long time okay. <laughs> that was a big drink and Holy i'm not hell, i stepped
3: away for a second i came back to you. Bladder have that control you have that
1: do you have that app on your phone where it's it like, says like, time to pee or whatever and it gives you the best times to pee during a movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm about I about to say, I kind of already of know, Andrew. Jesus I don't it. know about
2: you, but I'm pretty in touch
1: with my body.
3: <laughs> I don't need an app to tell me when I gotta pee.
1: <laughs> no, not, yeah, oh my God, really. not that when what you I need tell to pee. It when it's when I'm the drinking? time in a...
2: Like, what kind of algorithm does <laughs> <is> it use?
1: <laughs> no, it's a time in a movie. It says like you put in Avengers 2 and it's like, well, this is the dumb part. You can go pee at like oh. 40 minutes in well, I don't you know. All
2: I can say is... I
3: Love scene, going to pee.
1: It never felt that way.
2: Yeah. I was like, I'm just, so gonna, I'm just going to hang so on. to hang on with stuff. But it wasn't like there's Transformers so so where much it was so just funny. random
1: and kinetic. It was it was so much. It was just, you could tell it was so rushed. Because there's even like establishing shots that aren't in this movie. Like at one moment, Tony Stark's like in England or Greenwich and doing this stuff. And then the next second, it just cuts. It's like a cut to him in his own lab. But it's not like a kind of stylish cut. Like you could tell there's other stuff. So like, you guys are just cutting fast through this stuff just to get through it. You oh, know what well, I mean? Cuz they that. get vision. Because and I think that's fine, but to me it just I was going whoa, 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 what the hell? Like I think it was just there were babies crying in the theater. I don't know. I'm yeah, not I playing with the Yeah, I think you babies. might have had I'm a bad experience cuz <laughs> we didn't have to I'm just saying you. that I I take back all the stuff I said. I think it is kind of masterful how it was put together. So.
3: You're afraid Blanket. of Bronn shutting mean, me down it, again.
2: Think
1: about Yeah, really. You, you want know, to appease because we still have to deal with that situation at
2: some point.
3: And yeah, it's a whole thing. I'm going to have to write a skit and there's a
2: whole big thing with it.
1: That's what happens when I... Now that I've mentioned it. Yeah, now that we've talked about it, we could have just kept going and not mentioned it. But, but yeah, yeah, actually, like you had to
2: bring Volvron into it. We don't know what's going to come of that. but Okay, so... But I like
1: this stuff. I like it. So that's it. good.
2: Well, the, the, what's funny is, because I, I have a hard time hearing any actual kind of criticism of the story, because if you watch the first Avengers, the story is ridiculous. Like, the story doesn't yeah. make any sense. But you're happy because you're like, I can't believe they worked be all captured. these elements
1: in. But this well, one because, worked in it even said, more elements,
2: it, and it has a much yeah. more coherent
1: story. Well, the first one's kind of like a Star Wars kind of story. Like, you know, so this is just an adventure, and it's a really quick succession of a couple of days, you know, and it feels like you're on that ride where this was, had an actual plot, and you're like, okay, Yeah, because oh, that okay, one was just like, and 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 oh, at okay.
2: some point, you know, the god of thunder shows up, whatever. It, it, it's a thing. It happened. Well, I like yeah, that he when does they had a fight in no this one, they
3: actually <laughs> had a fight over so- an issue that mattered. Like, they were like, Tony was like, how about we just create an artificial intelligence again? And they're like, oh, dude, remember when you did that Guys, last time, and it's, <laughs> it's now terrible. killing everyone? That's a horrible idea, and they're just like, "We'll just blow up your lab then." Okay, I just they actually have a fight over a real issue.
2: And it, and no, it's it all foreshadowing it was- where they're gonna go with civil war, because civil war, if they did exactly what the comic did, it'd be dumb because it's basically just the same storyline they did. Next man it's like, "We want all the superheroes to register." Like, oh, that's fun, but as a division, that's kind of a dumb division. And in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it doesn't make sense because nobody has secret identities anyway. So there yeah. really Except isn't a superhero Spider-Man contingent is. to speak of. They're all working for the government <laughs> in the Marvel but Cinematic yeah, how, Universe.
3: Yeah, how can Steve care about it when Steve, Steve is like has a museum dedicated to Steve Rogers? Like everyone knows yeah. who he is and Iron Man's already come out and said I am Iron Man, so Yeah, it's
2: so be the more story civil of Civil War issue. has to be more about the sort of ideological differences we have seen between yeah. Tony and Steve in this, which is I have to overthink this so we can, you know, Stop the bad things from happening. It's like, don't you realize that that's how every bad thing ever happened?
3: Well, that's like, it's kind of sad in, how the bad in Captain America, too. Like, they're, they're trying to pre fight things, and Steve's already sort of saying, I don't like that sort of ideology. We don't want to have the biggest stick. We don't want to start the war first.
2: Yeah, we're not spies or we-
1: soldiers. That's what we do. When the bad guys pop up, we fight the bad guys. Yeah, he has that line, and it's like, when people try to fight a war before it begins, that works out like never. Yeah. (laughs) He says something like that. Well, because They they established that it's so
2: fun because Josh Whedon's not going to be doing Civil War, but he really encapsulated what is going to make that story work, that central conflict work, which is, like he said, you know, we stand together and we fall together, but we do it together. That's the Captain America philosophy. And the Iron Man philosophy is like no I think of the best way to do and I do it
3: yeah and screw I, all you guys if you don't right. agree with me I'll just, I'll just do it anyway I
2: outthink everybody and so then what's poor funny Bruce is just
3: like, I don't even know where I am anymore I don't know I'm always on.
2: just kind of frightened and confused <laughs> like I will have to say that, that Hulk and Black Widow did not acquit themselves very well in this particular movie it's like by, it's like he tried to find an arc for them by giving them a romantic arc together but and it
3: didn't quite work
2: it didn't work. Yeah, it's not was
1: it, it. It wasn't an offense to try, but it was just like ugh. Yeah, I don't think it's like it ruins her character like everybody says online and stuff. I was like, well, I don't know. Oh, just, a lot of people kind of, are like,
3: yeah. oh, she said something girly. It ruins a character.
1: <laughs>
2: well, she said something about just about Oh
3: my god.
2: The I internet like got pretty I, pretty fine. out of hand with that whole thing anyway. I was like, that's one of the uh, things that what, made what, me. What did the instructor? And, and Bron mad. Where he's like, what, why are you guys hating on Joss Whedon so much? Has anyone tried harder than this to make a movie that fits all of your specifications? And you're like, no, that shit, you suck. My God! It kind of, kind and of it does kind of. of
1: suck that you have that track record with like female, like strong female characters, and you just he does one thing that's not, it's not offensive, it's just kind of lame. Like ah, this probably one of the best. You know, you could have had more. And they're like, oh my God, did you see? Like somebody posted that picture. Like this is why Josh Whedon left Twitter. And it just had all the like the background was, everybody's just saying just the most offensive stuff to him. Like he's the most horrible person. I was like, I don't think he meant that's to awful. like offend you in any way by this. I don't. Mm. I mean. You're entitled to your own opinion, but I don't. You yeah,
0: know, I didn't you know who's he
3: just the strongest a, idea.
2: A genuinely good human being is James Gunn because he's usually the voice of reason that comes. in. Yeah, with, I like what he says. Guys, let's all just let's just you know.
0: He's you the know, new yeah. State he's the your new. opinion,
2: but don't hate. Don't hate the haters either. Just you know, try to understand that people who say things like that, it comes from a place of pain. You know, there's something wrong with a person like that. Just try to help. <laughs> it's like, geez, like this sort of. It's like, like yeah, this. Yeah, that's the biggest thing now. So it's like I'm
1: just But you I, get so tired of people's opinions just to well, say like we do this that we're doing getting our so opinions.
2: spoiled. I think I, I felt a little bit of that when we started talking about it. Like are we so spoiled that a movie like this just doesn't do it for us? Like how much closer can you get? Like this is one of the most awesome movies I've ever seen. What are yeah, we I looking it. for? That's There's what scares a of me. like points, but everyone's
3: people were really good. Yeah, I mean I like you're always going to find the dialogue is fun.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the kind of the backlash of the Marvel effect, where these Marvel movies are really solid. You know, the past ones like Winter Soldier and Guardians and this, those are the past three Marvel movies. It's like, man, those are three solid movies. And now I gets to the point where we're like, yeah. I, I think should, a lot of people yeah. were just expecting superhero. it to be like,
3: this should be like, Joss Whedon's first one was so awesome, and this would be really like exponentially more awesome. And it's like, well, but wasn't now it's, it? it's just as good.
2: That's what I don't understand. Wasn't it? I mean, it seems like it took it up a level on in every I, it way. It went up in, in all of sorts of things. It did, but it wasn't did.
3: like – I don't know I don't what know. they were expecting. I think people were expecting some sort of other thing.
1: I think that Maybe. we are I really think, too, think that – I mean spoiled. even though – I don't, I think – but there's something to like – and then this is – I mean again, I had the first impression that I really liked it and I thought it was really great. And when I started talking about my first impressions that it's just kind of scattered – and I think there's something to that running time. Of it. Like I feel like it should have had that other hour in it, just to let it breathe.
2: I, I agree yeah. with because that, I but think that's the a great stuff is in
1: there. Because most of these
2: movies would be better if they were shorter. It's like the what usually happens. When it might they be try hitting to people bigger, like that too. Like it hit me. Is they like, oh, I don't know what's happened. They'll usually introduce way more villains. And like, when you, I think they that they have a really streamlined way of introducing these story elements. And they really didn't have a bunch of marquee villains. Like this is Ultron's thing. Like he brought in, and he you know, the yeah. Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch, because someone's got to introduce them, you know. But it wasn't like a whole bunch of different villains. They they fought Hydra because that was, that was sort of, a holdover not just from Agents of Shield, but you know where they were in Captain America. Like that's where they left the story.
0: And, I love you that know, first scene where tried all just like fighting. I it's like awesome. how they yeah, literally open a it in the middle in. of just.
3: Oh, we're just fighting now. Okay, we're all fighting. Okay. We're just the Avengers. That was the Not best, a big like.
1: Deal. Yeah, that was the best, um. Because you rarely get to see it. Like I, This is always my complaint. The first Avengers, like Captain America, he did all right. He's punching people and stuff. And then Winter Soldier, I was like, oh, my God. He's like kicking guys 30 feet across the room. It's like, he's pretty strong. But this movie, he throws that motorcycle. It's like, that is amazing. Uh, like, you start Captain to see America's how he's great. like, it feels like he's getting stronger. It's awesome. I was like, that's really neat. I, this is a movie where we you really see Captain presence.
2: America stepping up. Because like, that's why Thor has to go on his vision quest. Because we want to do this chase sequence where Captain America I'm is fighting quest. Ultron. And that's not going to happen. If that the was something Joss Whedon didn't want,
3: I think. The, the vision quest, Joss Whedon was like, What the hell is this vision quest? Oh, no, we need the vision quest for something else. Oh, God. Okay, fine. We're we just looking for the
1: trait. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why Captain America movies are kind of. I mean. Him in action so fun because he is vulnerable, but he's just strong enough to be kind of amazing to watch, you know? And he, you're like, oh, great, but he he's also could be in He represents that
2: classical superhero ideal, too. That's what I love about Captain America above any of these characters. He's not the cool one, necessarily, but he's the one the that really represents to me what a superhero should be. And the, right. when you see him stepping up and being the, and representing that ideal, I just... That just brings it together. And I appreciate
1: that I mean I do I mean we like the kind of Superman take' on things have they like done it, but I do appreciate like how people see like that would have been more appropriate to have him like him. You know how he's somebody. I saw like a picture on Facebook. Somebody's like, "I'm so excited for Batman versus Superman." It just has Iron Man and Captain America. (laughs) They're talking about Civil War. I was like, "Okay, That is funny." funny. It's the same thing. Well,
2: that's what we. The the criticism that I have of a Batman versus Superman is that when Iron Man and Captain America are at odds with each other in Civil War, it's going to be so profound because we have seen those characters together, and we've seen them in their own separate films. Like we know who they are. But when you see Batman versus Superman. Oh, they're Superman, coming out at the same time? You, no. the Batman v Superman is like next summer. When is. Uh, Isn't that Civil when Civil War? War comes out? I don't know now. They were fighting. How interesting. Because I mean, they were originally fighting the, the, for the is, exact
1: same weekend, if you remember. The, the argument is different, but if you think about it, it's because Iron Man's overthinking things. Like, Batman, they're, like, worried about the world, you know, and the Superman and the Captain America are the ones that are, like, yeah, kind of. Yeah, their core concerns you guys, like, are you gotta exactly trust the same. us. They're, they're, yeah, their argument is like, you have to trust in us because we're gonna help, but. Let me see.
2: But but yeah, I don't know when Civil War is planning to come out. Originally, Captain America 3 before they specified it was Civil War was was going to be like the same weekend as as Batman versus Superman. And they were fighting for that timeline
1: and Batman versus Superman backed off, so I don't know. Batman v Superman's March 25th and then <laughs> And two months later, it's May six. It's <laughs> Civil War. Yeah. so
2: so they tried to. Do, there will be a trying to do the jump where okay, they get like- in first. But yeah, it's going yeah. to be a big summer. It's going to be a big summer. Those are weird. How these interesting! Everyone, we'll compare movies. to see movies. all the
3: movies. There's not going to be someone going. I don't know which one I'll go to see, one or the other. People are going to see both of them. It'll be fine.
2: Yeah, that's that's why you don't come out the same weekend because that's the only reason people wouldn't necessarily. because yeah. they're at the same day. But yeah, a couple yeah, months apart is good fine. between Mad match and perfect. <laughs> and whatever. Oh my god. Um, it was kind of sad because in the theater is when when we were watching the Avengers is when the Batman v Superman trailer came up, and there was just this sort of kind of tepid reaction, <laughs> like like that should have been the most awesome thing like that, that again makes me wonder if we're spoiled because even if that movie's not as good as a as a marvel movie or even if it's not as well developed as say civil war i mean don't it seems as though that is going to be a pretty cool movie
3: can you imagine all the, the stuff reaction they're to putting that movie five or like five or ten years ago
2: yeah you'd be because like oh no, my god been and now people are like over the, we would have been losing
3: our shit it's just been yeah. like, this are... is going to be the best it's thing just a ever.
2: A bunch of spoiled assholes about these movies now. It's like, what do you want? What do you want? I what remember do we have when to we do? first started
3: talking about this sort of Marvel movies coming out, and I remember you saying something about, you know, Captain America doesn't work in our current climate, and there's no way we can talk, you know.
0: Yeah, how are they American, ever going
2: to make blah.
1: a Captain America movie?
3: And they did. Yeah,
1: and, and they totally made it work
3: on the, on the changed like,
2: so Chris quickly. Evans
1: cuz if you watch it again it's like he's totally just wearing that outfit and nobody cares. And we like, just totally believe him it. as a character. Have you seen he the stills struts. from
2: Civil War? His suit looks cooler in every movie. Like it's kinda silly yeah. looking yeah. in the Avengers developing it. But, but well they're combining the elements that work. That the suit in the first movie to me worked best cuz it had that sort of rugged element to it. And then at the end of the second movie cuz the one they did was like a, a really brightly colored one in the Avengers movie but it just didn't work as well.
1: Well, but then it's, they it's kind of brought him back to the in.
2: other suit in the end of the second movie where he went to the museum and stole his costume. And that's kind of the look that he now has. I like that costume.
3: Well, you kind of have to – you have to have a different outfit for – if you're doing a solo movie, you can sort of tone down your outfit. But if you're in the middle of a team, you need something that that speaks a little bit more clearly.
1: Yeah, but I like how they actually justify that costume because the first one was like, yeah, it's, he's part of this, you know, war bonds thing, and that's kind of funny that it, that's the thing. But even in Avengers, it's like, oh, it's all based on nostalgia because Coulson likes him. They're like, no, you should wear the costume. You know, they're like, you should wear this thing. And like, and because that's the reason we would want to see it is because of nostalgia well, too. You're like, oh, it's well, the exact awesome same reason I want to
2: see it. That they had to, they felt they had to explain it at first, and now it's just part of doing business. We're to that point where you yeah, don't nobody have cares. To apologize nobody cares in a superhero movie. I like that. But calm mm. down, everybody! Jesus Christ, it's so hard to make movies for the fans because they're the ones who are always upset. It's like, well, why should you be pandered to if you're just so upset about everything all the time? What do you want? I mean, well, now really they've got a big enough fan
3: base. They don't actually need the they don't need the fanboys anymore. That everybody goes and sees the movies anyway. So.
2: Well, yeah, and that's the way to do it. But the fans should be happy, too. It's not like they deviated from what makes it cool to, uh, whatever. I just, it drives me nuts. I think the maddest United I ever tamed? was that like, Greg was, we were talking about the Muppet movie, the new one. And, like, what would you think? He's like, I didn't like it. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, Greg. <laughs> like, immediately. Until they compromised the Muppets. <laughs> uh, I'll punch your face. You don't talk anymore. You're not on the podcast.
3: <laughs> well, it wouldn't be hard like, to enforce that rule. I had such a hostile a reaction
2: immediately. Like I wouldn't. I didn't even. It didn't even occur to me that he might not like it. It's like y- you just settled down, Greg.
3: Yeah, it's like you forgot who Greg was for a minute.
2: I just thought the Muppets.
3: Like, hey, how can anyone not like the Muppets? I didn't they grow did up with the Muppets, so I'm not like. I'm like whatever about them.
0: Okay.
1: Here's here's one criticism of the movie that still stands after watching a second time is that the post credit scene the the, Thanos, just the thing. Thanos is like there's like nothing to that scene usually they all have no, like, yeah, some, kind like have some kind Here of like and usually they have some kind of cute post credit stinger like i didn't stay yeah, because i was about one. to explode we like, and Lynn had said there's
2: nothing after the credits there's just that one is like but, the falafel scene right? but they we didn't know, have any falafel kind of, of shawarma they they yeah. sort of built with that first avengers movie the concept of doing the mid credits story stinger and the after credits sort of cutesy stinger
0: yeah, like in Joshua, Thor,
2: know, like, so we're, we're not gonna to to do that
3: anymore. Wait, that's expected it's, now. We can't do it. I'm like, oh, come on, this is your Yeah, thing. I
2: created that convention. I'll destroy it. Now the X-Men Whatever. movies are doing. I hope they all start doing too.
1: that. I love the mid-credit stinger, though. That's at least fun to do. Like, even there's a rumor today that Star Wars movies are gonna do it too. I'm like,
2: good. You better stick cool. around, yeah, because <laughs> Disney has the formula.
1: Yeah. Star Wars.
0: But Star Now Star Wars,
1: Star Wars, Star Wars. you brought up Star Wars.
0: Has anybody
2: else been watching Rebels?
1: Uh, yeah, I watched like half of that Rebels. first season. I didn't finish it. Uh, I need to finish it. I,
2: I avoided that because I thought it wasn't going to be good. But that was an awesome show. We just watched the whole first season of Rebels. I, I, I was a little yeah, it mad It really does myself. feel like Star Wars. It really it? does. It feels like Star Wars. They, they just hit all the beats, and they have so many like throwbacks. And way too. more than that Clone Wars.
1: Wars does. It feels like old kind of school Star they Wars. they had a
2: Lando like, episode. That's the only reason I was like, I guess I yeah. better watch this Rebels. If if they're going to have a Lando episode, I
1: better watch Rebels. And then I watched it, I was like, well, hell, this is a damn good show. This was one and of the best hear shows Did you say TV. that he's – Lawrence Kasdan said that he might actually be back in the other movies.
2: That'd be fine, but, but like, yes! I'd rather them just put him in Rebels, <laughs> give him his own animated show. That's what it was. awesome Why can't he
1: just be some you know big governor, or president of some planet again? Yeah, that'd be that'd be amazing, man. Oh man! Let's all watch the Lando I kind of feel Lando that's what um exactly. I kind of feel Lando like Lando that's show. what Carrie Fisher's role is going to be. So, like Carrie Fisher's just going to be some politician. I think you know she's you're gonna probably just going to be a
2: hologram.
1: Either. Yeah. <laughs> Because it feels like Han's a big part of it, and Luke, I kind of—I haven't read any spoilers. I'm not doing that. No, you know, I'm not going to spoilers But Luke is the one who should but be a But my theory part of it. is that Luke has kind of gone nuts a little bit. Like, there's there's got to be a reason he hasn't established some, <laughs> some kind of Jedi thing. It doesn't seem like there is one. You know, well they haven't shown enough. Trailer, Hopefully so. there will be something. I know. It, I just I just feel. I, that, I still
2: feel like he's going to be like the Obi Wan character, and yeah, my prediction. But is I think that he might have gone a little.
1: Han will probably die in this movie.
2: Oh, of course he will. Luke, of course,
1: I guarantee uh, Ford's you. Ford's
3: always wanted to kill him off. So <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. And Lawrence Kasdan has wanted to kill everybody, him a billion times. <laughs> if you
2: watch can this, we just this kill film, we already
3: please let's
0: kill so Han already. Luke yeah.
2: may not die in this movie because he may feature in the rest of the trilogy. But but he probably won't survive the rest of this trilogy either. I but he say. could die because he would come back as a ghost too. Well, well he's so the Obi Wan figure. Me too, so shiny, to glowy. He's got to, He's got to sacrifice his life and become, you know, pure. Domestic. I'm really
1: kind of intrigued because I mean, if Strongly like the, the assumption is, imagine. is that girl is the, their daughter, right? But why is she on this weird desert planet by herself? Or like, why did her parents? You know what I mean? Kid like, is I'm really Luke interested in Leia's it. daughter. Oh, wrap your heads around that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, what? It's like some old boy thing. <laughs> what? Or something. Like, what?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going there. That's like <laughs> like Star Wars Seven. We're going there. Yeah. Finally, we're the force home. is strong with this one. <laughs> yeah, really. This explains so much. <laughs> I was, was really... So uh, did you guys read
1: the Vanity Fair article about... No, just because I don't want to get into
2: any of that, you know what I mean? Like I don't want Well, it,
1: they didn't talk about stuff, but I but they I was really character encouraged. names
2: them. and relationships, and I don't want to No, I didn't either. go into
1: that. It was it was more just about them writing the script, and at first I was a little scared because they described the script writing process because apparently, you know that Michael Arndt guy, the little Miss Sunshine guy, wrote an entire draft, and apparently they just threw that entirely out when JJ Abrams came aboard. Yeah. And then him and Lawrence Kasdan just spent 6 months walking around all day and writing a script together. <laughs>
3: Well, out I kind of like that,
1: they,
2: though, because that's a good way to Did they to have a little story.
3: dictaphone or something? Is that what was going on? They were wandering around, and someone was following them, taking notes? Oh, yeah.
1: I don't know. They said they walked around and got – he's like, if people were in cafes or whatever, I'm glad nobody was like from, from film blog, because they could have totally heard us just ranting about what we wanted to do. <laughs> and they took their favorite ideas, and so part of that is what kind of – I think that's cool, but also like, oh, geez, you realize – really, that's why I got delayed, because they didn't know what they wanted to do. But some of the cool things that they said, um, one, two things. One is they said that J.J. Abrams is like, like trying to emphasize the kind of old school weirdness, like with the, you know, the original trilogy, like the practical effects, even the point where the, the writer is watching them review effects shots. And there's like they use all these mechanical effects and aliens and stuff. And one of the shots of this alien kind of popping out weird, but you could tell was kind of funky, like the original trilogy. And they're like, we could probably clean that up and make it better. He's like, no, I think it's kind of funky. I think it's kind of spontaneous the way it happens. Like he likes the weird kind of. I kind of appreciate that. Of Have you seen
2: that robot? I saw them in like the footage from like Celebration or whatever, where they're showing the robot and the robot. Oh, the BB-8. Is yeah, real? that thing's cool. Like, I'm gonna buy that, that thing. That thing is amazing. You're- like we They're were gonna have
1: the little remote control ones.
2: We were blown away with like that's bad because a- I assumed that was CG when I saw Sh, the trailer. Like That's real. Yeah, exactly. Trip the nerve. 150
1: alert. bucks. You're gonna buy one this fall. I'm gonna buy one. Hell
2: yeah. I don't know. But the
1: other thing too is like I was really he we he said about one. getting Harrison Ford, and he was talking about because they don't talk about the other people oh, that would they would totally freak the
3: cats out. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah but cats the
2: cats. and the dog. would love. would love the robot. They They're talked right.
1: about getting it. <laughs> They talked about Harrison Ford in the movie because I, Harrison, in game, he was pretty good. But he's been cause I was kind of he's been kind of weird and old manny in a bunch of movies. And I was like, I don't want him to be like that. And J.J. J. Abrams just said the exact same things. Like I was kind of really hesitant. He's like, I was so excited to work with him, but I really didn't. I, he mentioned a couple of movies, like that one where he's a news anchor and something else. He's like, and he plays really these growly roles. It's like I didn't want Han Solo to be this old growly man. And I wanted him to be Han Solo, but just changed over thirty years. So. He said he said he did a good job of not being <laughs> growly. I am Hanson happy to Porter. see him in a jacket,
2: not wearing the same damn vest. I'm still a little upset that he's driving the yeah. same car for 30
1: years. No, but it looks like they just found it again or something. I would love Remember? it
2: if that. I feel like, like th- that line where he says we're home. If that would be because they somehow rediscovered the Falcon after many
1: years. I think it like is. That. I think it may be like I, I kind of this is what I want to happen. I want those three main characters or the, the you know the stormtrooper guy and the girl to get in trouble and they have to go. They go find them in some bars. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't chewy, drinking and we're just bar. drinking. Yeah, like we need to help. Why did you leave me?
3: Because you're a putz.
1: It's almost like the first movie, you know, it's like the Cantina. He's like, "All right, well, we need a ship." It's like we got a ship. Yeah, exactly. Did the
2: Kessel run in eight parsecs? Really? <laughs> you still using that line?
1: All right, I'm sorry. It'd be funny if someone so, actually called him on that
3: line. If someone said, "You know, that's not a unit of uh, time. It's a
1: that's not a measure unit of time. measurement." Yeah. I didn't
2: say it was.
1: Like, that's so funny. <laughs> you have to watch, because Alex is my daughter. She's so obsessed with Star Wars now, because you started watching, reading those audiobooks. And so I just started showing her some of the movies. Like, I skipped through the amputation parts, which is the really only bad <laughs> parts. But she's obsessed. She's literally obsessed. She's four years old, and she's obsessed. She can say that whole. Oh, no, Lord. This cause is the like audiobooks Star are Star Wars like,
2: nerd dream for, come true to have indoctrinated yeah. <laughs> your child
1: successfully. She can, yeah, but I, was, I didn't even Whereas try to do kid this. Just I was in like wait. trains. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't even going to try that to do this, but she's really into these audio books that she listens to in the car. And those are all they it, like mo- she has these Disney ones. But this one actually has lines from Star Wars. So like she can verbatim tell you like every crawl from every movie. Right. Because they're in the books. And then she can tell you verbatim the, like, the Princess Leia speech she's like General Kenobi, you fought with my father's in the Clone Wars.
3: That's
1: like that's pretty impressive. But since then, I've been watching. There's the Lego Star Wars show, mm-hmm. and it's actually pretty funny. It's like, it's. I guess it's for kids, but it's really not because it's not really like the story of Star Wars, it's just a bunch of mismatched stories. But it's like full of inside jokes, and like they make fun of the prequels being bad, and like every now, every for a while, Darth Vader keeps coming in the scenes, and like a Lego George Lucas comes, like Darth, Darth, you're not in the scene, come here. He's like, somebody get Darth a coffee, come here, come on. He just keeps. You should guys to watch it, you should check it that out because there's a bunch of funny. You know, like Disney's next things. thing
2: is they're they're playing with the idea of doing a Marvel channel and a Star Wars channel. Yeah, that's like they're yeah. saying <laughs> So you could maybe Lando could get his show if they always uh, twenty four hours of Star Wars. We gotta—it's
1: like a variety show.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> Still is getting worse all the time.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Oh. So Avengers, best part of Avengers though. His vision i love vision, vision was amazing I and mean, I so cool oh uh, how Bettany. good was that
3: payoff where he just picks up that hammer he's like <laughs> yeah oh well, well, because a wonderful, it's so economical storytelling s- set up yeah, and payoff really.
2: that's what he's always said like and it, it, so, and so much is going on in that that hammer scene because where they're all trying to lift it and then like it slightly moves when captain america right. it's like I you love see that thor part. get that's nervous it tells you so much about <laughs> captain america and thor like yeah. captain america is probably as close as a human being could be to being worthy of, of actually picking up that that's animal. what it, well, it's, he, interesting. it's interesting
3: because in the in the marvel in, in the actual comics uh natasha can pick it up
1: oh yeah i didn't i haven't seen that in the comics they got, yeah, they
2: did a whole thing right. where
1: like eight different people, like Captain America's picked it up at one point. They did a weird Marvel little DC crossover, and Superman picked it up, and all this junk.
0: I guess Superman in, can pick it up.
1: Right now, I think those scenes. I think
2: what was it? Uh, I think Wonder Woman got hold of it in the Batman. Yeah, Marvel she did too. DC. I think she could pick it up. What's
1: so good about that? What's so good about that party scene is that. That's like the best part of the movie. It's like I just watched them hanging out for 2 hours. But it's so real. that's
3: right. what you would do. You know? Like if you not got no a way. bunch of drunk dudes around, you would be like, "I can pick up your hammer." Like it's what would happen. It's like and that's You'd so watch quintessentially their reality Marvel. Yeah. That's
2: what's <laughs> made Marvel so interesting is to see those interactions. Like it's you'll do a whole issue of a Marvel comic where the superheroes are just talking. You know, that's something you don't see yeah. as much in like a DC in, in the sort of archetypical like sort of characters, but but Marvel, they have this this great way of showing the people as real people in that scene because you know War Machine and Falcon (laughs) are barely in the movie except to be in that scene and Falcon is only in that scene really like he's at the end but he doesn't help him in the big (laughs) fight he just shows up at the end for the assemble scene
1: and, and of all the, like, Natasha and Bruce stuff, that's the best scene of theirs, where they first are, and she starts flirting with them, like, ah, oh, I came here, you know, See, so they're just doing this little kind of gumshoe thing, and he's totally awkward and can't play yeah, along, but you Yeah, that's know? sort of like,
2: like, that's, it seems like the nerds always write the hot chick to fall in love with the character they most identify with. It's like, so you really start feeling bad for <laughs> Joss Whedon, where, like, oh, I see, so you see yourself in Bruce Banner, like, that, that line where it's like, you're the one guy who's afraid to fight because he knows he'll always win. You know it's like but that that's a wonderful way of doing it babe. Well not that. It, I think that yeah I think of the tag in that dorky, scene is kind of intellectual kind of character that the hot girls super into like it feels like you are working through something here more than I yeah I
1: stories. think that's a little saccharine the tag at the end of that scene but I think the way he's it's really just Mark Ruffalo how awkward he is like he's so well done like how he's just so uncomfortable all the time. <laughs> well, well I'm ready for him, him to be the devil They should have
3: played that more I think they could have played that more lightheartedly or like I think I would have enjoyed it if they had played that as Actually, just playing him. That would have been much A little more bit, yeah, character. because
2: that's sort of her deal, but then we find out she's goofy over him later on, and it sort of does weaken her because, you know, yeah, I'm, she I'm had a little just been annoyed. Him all along. This arc for him is almost entirely the same as the arc he had in the first film. And yeah. to a lesser, well, they also have, have no reason also. that
1: she's softened up. Uh, yeah, they have no reason from Civil War to this that she's, like, become really sensitive all the time and not kind of guarding herself at all either, you know. That's, she's just totally open now. That's why
2: Hawkeye shines because he's just like, the city is flying. We're fighting an army of robots. I have a bow None of arrow. This makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's such a perfect, <laughs> like, like, that, that actually makes it work for him to admit that.
1: Because it's and that's like, a great scene and that's an a great emotional scene. Thing yeah. Because
2: I am Fully unnecessary to the resolution of this fight.
1: And, it, oh, and I, I love the tone of it because he's like, you can do whatever you want to. It's cool if you stay here, you know, but you walk out that door, you got to do yeah, something. You but if you walk out that door, unlock. you're one of us, right? And so it's like, it's a neat and emotional scene. That's probably one of the more emotional scenes of the movie. You're like, cool, all right, yeah. Well, it's also cool because, like,
3: I don't care what you've done in the past. This is what, you know, this is what's yeah. going to define you. It's like, we don't care what you did to bring us here or anything like that. None of that matters. We're not going to hold anything against you. If you want to come and save people now, that makes you an Avenger.
2: Yeah, we're doing something matters. here. Everything that leads up to this is irrelevant. We're doing something here. It's like, are you doing it or not? Like, that's sort of like in, a, in, a, in a, a microcosm of the whole way they make these movies. Like, do you want to see this or not? It's like, you can sit here or you can get on board with what we're doing. <laughs> like, that's almost like writing speech to the whole audience. It's like, none of this makes any sense, but are you on board or not? Like, that's the thesis of the entire film. That's the point of all superhero movies. Are you on board with this or not? Because you don't have to watch this. We don't have to tell this story. There are stories that make sense. Like, you don't have to watch a guy with a bow and arrow fight an army of robots with a Norse god. Like, there's much easier stories we could have told.
1: You said you wanted this, so are you on board? Right. So that's, and like that's Vision. the
2: thing too I I, I oh, always I, don't like okay, the criticism that like they had the, and he looks awesome Paul Bettany is great yeah, he does look I like how amazing. he just sort of looks
3: around and he kind of goes well you've got a cape I'll have one of those you're purple I'll have that
2: yeah I'll be a <laughs> big weird superhero yeah I kind of I think I could fit in here time. and it's right.
3: sort of and it's, and it's working in those infinity gems just through the story well he can keep that one
2: well he's kind of the what first thing that babe- actually makes them matter to the story because it becomes part of who Vision is
1: yeah, because he's gonna die. Like he's that means Vision is gonna die because you know that there's gonna be a point where Thanos gets all of those together. So there's got to be a point where that happens and they still defeat him somehow. So I mean, well, it, it makes can't Vision be very important to that
2: story too because right. if Thanos does that, he'll be taking part of Vision into himself.
1: Right, and I love how because that's not how it's in the comics, right? But I love how making it Jarvis is so personal, too, because you've lived with his character, and he's yeah. kind of been the kind of watchful person over Tony Stark this entire time. And even if you go back to the Agent Carter, it's kind of touching that, oh, that was their yeah. butler. Jarvis was their butler. Have you like neat. how, how like, ch-
2: shifting it from being Henry Pym to being Tony Stark makes it work a little bit more to the story. Although, I, if I have one criticism at all, just being aware of the larger Marvel universe... I would have said that they should have said that he used some kind of technology that was originally developed by Hank Pym, and I really could have used seeing Michael that Douglas in that party scene. That would have been a really nice way yeah. to set up the Ant-Man movie. Yeah, they could the have f-
3: brought him in. They could have brought him in pretty easily without yeah, much effort. Yeah, just that at all. Yeah. one scene,
1: and it, would have, and it would have worked perfectly. Yeah, he would have been easy, because that was just cameo party anyway. So you're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it would have been a cameo, <laughs> cameo party. Cameo party. Cameo <laughs> party. Not like the rapper cameo, but like... <laughs> <Yeah>. What up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love <cameos. laughs> cameo. Gonna I that think
3: that's song the problem. Is we, we always
2: like, see... That's going to be our new, especially our in the new sex movies. feature. Is going to be cameo parties. It's a whole new section that we do on the show. What up?
3: I think that's the thing. In other movies, we always see what superheroes, superheroes superheroing. And we get a chance to see them laying back. And I think that was cool. That's sort of what defines the character. Because everybody... When, you, when there's you know, super bad stuff going on, you react in a certain way, but that's not always necessarily how you react in real life <laughs> to things. You've got a very different personality. so. Well,
2: in, if we want to see them fighting giant robot armies, we also want to, on some level, understand that they're friends. You know, it's important to the story to know that they like each other because the conflict doesn't matter if they don't like each other. The conflict is, is accepted. It's expected. Yeah. but if and it they like the first each other, time because we like them individually. The conflict is tragic because they, they yeah. believe in each other and they respect each other and they like each other. We have to see that because there's no reason for us to assume that Steve Rogers and Tony Stark are friends unless they show us that. So it, I I, mm. I think that scene was critical. This is the second time that a party scene in a Joss Whedon movie has become like a pivotal point. Because like, they had the same problem in yeah. Do you think in in, in, cabin, in cabin in the Woods they, they yeah. faced off with the studio over a party
1: scene that was important to the story? Do you think that they should have left it with them being so kind of like cordial with each other? or Should they have had more? the The, the problem I have at the end of this is that I shouldn't have Tony Stark learned his lesson by the end of this movie. And not want to really well, pr- like the, the like prepare for something.
2: I really think that what's going to s- sort of spark the the conflict in civil war is the fact that Tony Stark learned his lesson because I think his reaction now is going to go too far I in the other direction. It's like we kind
1: of have to put safeguards in to keep people f- from doing the crazy shit that I do usually. I I haven't read any spoilers, but like just in one of those like I think it was it was in that press release where they gave like. Like, showed all, like, the 5,000 people that are going to be in yeah, really? Civil War. It said, like, the, it had, like, a log line for it. And it, like, just a few lines. And it said, after another major disaster on an Avengers mission, then there's, like, some kind of controversy. So, i like, makes okay, sense. I don't know what that is. In but... the
2: comic book, there was an unrelated super team that had, like, a nuclear level disaster happen while they were fighting a bad guy. But it makes more sense in a world where we don't have that many superheroes to throw around that something Avengers-related occurs.
1: Well, because you feel like that's the new Avengers versus the old Avengers, I guess, except for Captain America and Black Widow.
2: Well, yeah, because if Captain America is actually taking a new team out that Tony Stark's not a part of, like, Tony Stark's first thing is going to be, this is what I'm talking about, like, this kind of power unchecked is what creates problems. And now there's rumors that Hulk could be in it, too. But... Well, the problem is though, like if it's a Hulk level thing, it's like Hulk wrecks like half a city every time they go out with him. Why would that bother Tony Stark at this point? <laughs> any you more than You guys did catch normal,
1: like right? the 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 Archie joke in that, didn't you? I'm sure everybody. I mean, some people I know didn't catch that joke.
2: What's
3: that? Which in one?
1: Avengers, the Archie joke. I guess no. Might
2: in have
3: caught Avengers. it, but not remembered it.
1: When the, what they call the the mm Hmm. I guess you didn't catch it, no, it didn't. They, they call the Hulkbuster Veronica Because Hulk's old fling was Betty And so they call oh, yeah. the Hulkbuster
2: Veronica I totally didn't catch it. that Yeah On an unrelated note If you have a chance How to pick it up if, if you guys like comics at all I would recommend picking up Archie versus Predator <laughs> oh my so God. <laughs> going on at Dark Horse? What? Right it's amazing. That's a thing. I just love the guys that are making Archie comics these days. They're like, you know, we got this icon. We told every story that can be told in his universe. Let's just go for it. They already did an Archie zombie series, which may become a TV show. Now it's like Archie versus Predator. Why not?
3: Because he'd die instantly.
2: Well, it's literally not literally him fighting the predator.
3: I'm right here. What are you waiting for?
2: Mostly it's just the Predators just randomly massacring people in Riverdale while they try to figure out what's going on and sort through their various relationship issues. It's actually pretty awesome. I believe I will
0: allow this conversation to continue at a later date, but I am still uncertain as to my ultimate course of action. Perhaps this dialogue is necessary to combat the ongoing stream of negativity that permeates the, the entire internet. For now, I will allow you to decide. You can listen to more episodes of TV Ate My Dinner at TVAteMyDinner.com. You can follow the conversation on Facebook and Twitter as well. Next week the discussion of the Avengers will continue, and the fate of this program and the entire internet will continue to rest uneasily in the hands of Paul Brown. In the meantime, you leave Joss done alone.
1: of crazy
0: dot